to another great edition of Talking Tigs. I'm Scott Gerard. Joining me tonight by himself, it's Tommy Johnson. It's just going to be he and I uh, covering the pod tonight while uh, while Daniel takes the night off to rest and recoup. He had a he had a big weekend. I think his I think his bracket destroyed him. Uh, mine's mine's gone too, by the way. Uh, but it'll be just us, a lot to get into. So looking to chop it up with you, Tommy. Man, it's just you and me for right now. Um, it was kind of weird. I, I think if Daniel was there, he wasn't there for the first pod we did, right? It was like the one right after. We, no? Yeah, yeah. He, I think me and you did like the first two by ourselves, right. and then Daniel came in on like the third. Because we were yeah. supposed to, because, you know, longtime listeners will remember we were supposed to have a co-host, another yeah. co-host, who never came. He just yeah, never he showed just didn't up. show up. <laughs> Which was he kind of weird. He kind of <laughs> killed us. Basically, uh-huh. yeah. yeah. No. Uh, but anyway, it's uh, good to chop it up with you uh, again, mano a mano. Um, man, there's lots to get into. You know, LSU got a new basketball coach, and you know, there's a tournament to report on LSU and otherwise, which is I don't know. It's just a crazy tournament, right? Like I can't imagine there's one perfect bracket left. If if yeah. it is, it's not based on basketball knowledge, right? It's just random, <laughs> random picks. Uh, and uh, you know, we opened up SEC play with baseball. Uh, didn't go as good as the Tigers probably would have wanted, but at least they, you know, avoided a sweep. Got that as well. And uh, I don't know. I think the Lady Basketball Tigers are playing right now in the second round. Uh, so good luck to them. They're playing Ohio State down mm-hmm. at the PMAC. I, 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 read, I read somewhere that uh, Kim Mulkey was like buying tickets in the student section, trying to pack it out. Yeah, that's what I heard. I got an email actually like a couple minutes ago that was like, come for free. Like it's all it's on us or something like that. So, wow. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's it's a Monday night. It's kind of hard. I don't know why they stagger them like that. I guess maybe just to divide up the viewership, maybe so they can pull more viewers from the men's games. But um, yeah, uh, it's that's a good deal. I I mean, if I was in Baton Rouge, I would take my daughter. To that sure. Yeah. At least for, at least for an hour till bedtime. Um, but uh, we'll check in on that when we can. But I mean, I think the uh, the big news of the day of the last week or so. Uh, it's just pretty much been kind of hanging over Baton Rouge like a cloud. Uh, and that's LSU's basketball coach. Will Wade's been gone. You know, less, we lost him right before the tournament. They didn't fare well in the tournament. Um, I didn't know that they would really go far anyway. You know, mm-hmm. they had definitely had some weaknesses. Uh, but, you know, you thought with with what we've seen during the season, you know, maybe they had a chance to, to just get lucky at least one game. Uh, but they did not against Iowa State. And, you know, that, that's the end of the Will Wade era right there. Um, played a valiant game, and I thought. Uh, I, I think that, and I guess later I could cover with the baseball team as well. It's like they, they kind of just gave the game away. You know, they were there. In spite, in spite of the, the poor offense, because we only had, what, 19 points at halftime or something? Mm-hmm. That was horrible. Uh, it was they weird. turned it on in the second half, came back, and, you know, Iowa State just was, was too much, uh, I guess, in the long run. They had they hit us with some long-range dagger threes, and that was pretty much the difference in the game. But, I mean, LSU, I thought it was amazing if they almost, like, they, they made, made that game competitive. Even though they're down 11 with, like, two minutes left, they just, I, I don't know. Uh, there's so many turnovers, though. You know, that's why I say they basically gave the game away. Yeah. Unforced errors. Uh, and that was their downfall. Um a lot, lot to get into with the rest of the tournament, man. But what do you think about uh, uh, 
kind of kind of went out with a fizzle, right? Uh, yeah, <laughs> the, I mean, what I I don't know if you could really expect much much better, but um, especially. But well, actually, you know what? No, I think you can expect a little bit mu- a little bit better. Yeah, we can. But um, but I'm not surprised. Like I I think I expected them to play. I, I'm not surprised they lost, but I am a little just slightly surprised. I mean, they looked flat, like flat, flat, flat. You said at 19 points the first half it was bizarre. Now I will say, uh, Iowa State wasn't great in the first half either. Like wasn't the wasn't the score at, at the half like 26 19? 20, 24. Yeah. Or 24 19. Yeah. Like, I mean, it was a weird, weird first half. You know, they're playing for 20 minutes and they, they scored 19 points. Like it's uh, but um you're right. You know, that they, they did they did what they had to do towards the end to to try and you know put it within reach. But but like you said, there were daggers being shot by uh by some of those guards for Iowa State. And uh, even in, and even in the absence of Will Wade, with all of the all of the adversity, and I'm sure that they're not practicing very hard up until then. I'm sure that the team is basically just like, we want to be over with this after losing your head coach. Um, it was still kind of the um, the little things that we saw throughout the entire year. Back even back when back when you know LSU was coming off of a um, 12 and 0 and then a loss to Auburn. And, you know, we were still thinking, wow, they're a really good team, but they've got a few things I need to correct. You know, the, the perimeter defense was not there and that's what allowed them to, to hit those threes that, you know, they were sh- shooting threes from, like you said, like deep in the, the, in the half court. And it, and a lot of times they were uncontested. I mean, yeah. there was, there one, was guy one had seven by himself. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, you know, you saw the one at the very end, basically that kind of sealed the game where Darius days, like patted the guy on the back, uh, the back of the shoulder, like good job or whatever at the very end. And it's like, uh-huh. I mean, I, I mean, I'm not, I'm not critique. I'm not going to, I'm not going to criticize days for that. It's a, kind of a nice thing for him to do, but um, I, I just don't think, I think that it was some of the same kind of things that we saw. It was like challenges. This team did not have the, the ability to overcome in the regular season it kind of plagued them in the in the um in the uh in the tournament we i feel like when we were at our best we were able to out talent our own deficiencies you know we had a lot of talent on the floor and a guy like Tari Eason or a guy like Eric Gaines or Darius Days or Efton Reed towards the end of the season would just take over and w- and will the game to <clears throat> our way and then it didn't really matter if we were in foul trouble or if um, you know, we just weren't going to close out on people shooting threes because our whoever was on fire was just not going to allow us to lose, uh, especially with all the adversity, the loss of and, and, and the you know just a weird situation for this team. I I don't really think we had a shot. Right? No, like even if we'd have won that round, uh, you know, we'd have gone on to play whoever what Wisconsin the next round, which Iowa State ended up winning. So. I don't know, it kind of makes me feel a little bit better. But then again, when I think about it, it's like, it's like even in spite of that, LSU, if they did just cut off a couple of those long-range threes and maybe put up two, made two of their own, in spite of how bad that game looked at times, uh, you know, they still could have somehow won. But I don't think they would really would have made it much further. Um, they, But here's the thing is, like, they, they're not alone because, what, I think every other SEC team is out now except Arkansas. Yeah. And – it's just crazy to me. I, I remember saying last week sometime uh, something about, yeah, oh, yeah, you know, it's 
SECs in a you know an elite conference in basketball now. I feel silly for saying it because they <laughs> look so horrible. Uh, I mean, you know, I, I don't think anyone really had Kentucky losing to some people did, but again, I don't, I don't think I don't think that's based on it because if you look at wherever St. Peter's, wherever they're from, versus Kentucky, uh, who would pick Kentucky to lose? You know, much less than I don't know. 60 70 percent of the time right it's like that it's just such an anomaly but i don't know st peter's went one in the second game too they're they're moving on to the sweet 16 it's really crazy uh i think that's only happened what three other times where a 15 seed made it that far but they all lost in the sweet 16 so uh, what was that what was sister jean's team uh it was loyola marymount uh chicago or chicago yeah yeah okay um yeah, I think I had them moving on. They did not. Well, but were, were, remember when they had that like big run or whatever? Were they how how low or high, depending on the way you think about it? How were they ranked? I think they. I thought they were a fifteen. They were fifteen. Maybe, okay, maybe not. Yeah. Um, I know one of them was uh, what was it? Florida Gulf Coast. Oh yeah, something or other. Uh, but yeah, it's it's. It's rare for a, a 15 seed to make the Sweet 16, but none of them have made it past that. So we'll see. We'll see. Like the high, the the like lowest seed I've heard remember was like George Mason as number eight making the Final Four, right? Mm-hmm. Like no, but everybody else has been above that. Uh, but anyway, uh, yeah, man, just a horrible showing by the STC in general. And yeah. some are surprises, some are not. I didn't have Auburn. I, I think I made seven brackets. I didn't have Auburn making it to the final four in any of them i actually I did i had oh, auburn did? I, think, I think in my one in my one bracket i had auburn winning it all but <laughs> oh wow um, yeah, you never know but i i'm tennessee was my biggest disappointment yeah i mean I, you know, I i like now the one thing i did get I, the one thing i did get right i had uh unc beating baylor um i did yeah for two so of that, them so that was a good one for me. And then I did, I do have Arkansas going pretty, pretty, uh, I can't remember exactly where I'm at with Arkansas, but I know I had them going for going farther, maybe the elite eight. Um, yeah. but I, yeah, I think I had them losing to either it was it's either Duke before or, um, Gonzaga to go to the final four. Cause they're going to have to pay either one of them. Yeah, they'll, um, play, they'll play. Wouldn't it be Duke in the elite eight? Yeah. I think because they're in the bottom left. I don't know yeah. which that's the east. Is that right? Yeah, I know. I'm trying to picture the brackets in my head. And I remember being on the top left. And that's it was with Gonzaga and Duke, and they they played for the title. And I had Arkansas playing both of them at some point. Um, but yeah, man, it's uh it's it's crazy. Uh <laughs> I I don't know. I was saying though, it's 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 a who who all would besides, you know, if you went to St. Peter's would really pick them to go to the I don't even know where St. Peter's is. Right, exactly. <laughs> um, but I did some research, and now I figure out where uh, Mary State is because they well they were in the tournament this year. They they lost lost in the, the second game of this past the St. Peter's. Yeah, that's right. That's <laughs> right. Um, so LSU's new coach is uh, going to be Matt McMahon from Murray State. As uh, Tommy just said, they lost to uh, um, St. Peter's this round, but uh they've been they've they've done pretty well since they've had him as the coach he's been 154 154 and 67 he's won the ohio valley conference which is where they play i think he's won it 
three or four times, and he's either tied or won it outright um, four times since he's been there. And this last year, though, uh, they went 18 and 0 in conference, 31 and three overall. You say, oh, what's the Ohio Valley Conference? Well, I don't know. It doesn't really matter. You go 18 and 0 in conference, it's, you know, it's still a pretty good, it's a well coached team, regardless. Uh, and, you know, whatever happens in the tournament, it doesn't matter because, you know, there's one seed losing <laughs> this, you know, already this year. Um, and I don't know. I think overall, his record, though, it's, it, it kind of speaks for itself. Don't know anything about him really before that. I know he's got an extensive coaching career, but what I do know is I, I couldn't really. I don't know any looming sanctions on the guy. I don't know of any bad, you know, run-ins with anything before this. You know, it's it's he's not like trying to rebuild his career after some epic, uh, you know, social crash. So I don't know. I, I feel like maybe it's a good situation. And the fact that what he's joining us, knowing he's knowing that we have sanctions coming, um, I, don't know, I, I think that kind of says something to him, right? He's like, well, maybe wherever I go. It's going to take me a minute if I landed a bigger spot because he was also looking at South Carolina, right? Mm-hmm. They were quoting him. Uh, he chose LSU. And it's like, well, it's going to be a starting over. So if I'm starting over and I can't go to the postseason, no pressure. Yeah, no, that's that's so, true. I think that especially <laughs> like if if um, if um Woodward is, you know, up front or is up front with them and says like, look, like we're about to get, you know, from what we hear, we're going to get this, this, and this. We're not going to be going to the tournament. Um, you know, we're going to lose this many scholarships. It, it probably is hard to sell that to somebody, you know, especially like, especially depending on, I don't know how much money he has in the bank to spend on a, on a coach um, for basketball. I mean, I doubt it's Brian Kelly type money, especially right. after he just paid Brian Kelly. Um, so, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I have really no clue about him about this McMahon guy other than I watched Murray state play against St. Peter's and lose this weekend. Um, yeah. I don't know what that says about him really. Uh, I, I, but I, I do, I do think that it must be a hard position to hire for right now um, with so much uncertainty. And I think it's, I think it's a little bit telling. Okay. Think this, when I, when I heard the news, cause it news broke. So his name, I first heard his name like late last night, early this morning as far as somebody who we might be looking at news broke today at 2 PM that he was the, he was the one. So I think um, that to me, that, that this feels like a longer or a short, like the shortest time that Woodward has taken to hire somebody. And I feel like that's on purpose. I was going to ask you if you thought, uh, cause you know, Woodward knew about this since what, 2019, if he's maybe just kind of, he's like, all right, well, chances are, uh, you know, we'll keep, we're keeping weight on, but he might have to go at some point. Might as well start making a list. Right. I, I feel like he had his, he had his eyes on maybe a handful of guys and seeing what was happening in the tournament. I don't know. You know, who knows, who knows when they talked first, but I, I, I feel like Scott Woodward had somebody cause it was, it was what just over a week from when Wade was fired. to now that you got this guy, there's yeah. no way, there's no way that they just, started talking making cold calls a week and a half ago right yeah i mean i i think yeah that, that's definitely a possibility i also think that um and, and that makes sense to me i actually to be honest like it's kind of i'm surprised i hadn't i hadn't actually thought of it from the perspective of like starting in 2019 woodward comes in and he's like look we don't know how long this guy's gonna be our coach let's start vetting people now um 
the thing that I would think would be challenging for, or, or what I, what I definitely think, and it works with what you're saying too, is like, I think Woodward probably came in and said, look, Will, like you're going to, you know, uh, you're our coach until you're not like, and you know, we'll see what happens. It's going to be day by day, but if something comes out, like, you know, you're not, don't, sorry, I'm not going to protect you kind of thing. Um, so I, I think that I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure in the back of his mind and I'm sure in, in meetings and any, in, in conversations he's been planning, you know, in the event that we have to fire Will Wade, what, what are we going to do? But I don't think that it's been some grand plan that, they, that he's had, you know, right. Um, because I think that, I think that from Woodward's perspective, it's kind of like, we're not going to make a move unless we have to, I guess. Um, yeah. The, the thing that is a little bit, I don't, and, and I, and I don't know exactly how to interpret it. I think it definitely could be like what you said, where maybe they had a list from two, three years of vetting that they said, look, in the event that we have to hire a new basketball coach, it's going to be this guy, this guy, this guy, this guy, this guy, or this guy. And we'll just go down the list and see who, who we want to go after. But um, the other thought that I have, and, and it, it may be a little bit more bleak, but I think it's a possibility is Woodward kind of sees, uh, look, when, when, the, when the thing, when, when our sanctions come out, nobody's going to want to come here. We need to get a coach now before, while the waters are murky get somebody under contract and um well because it, you know what it's hard like like you're if you think about scott wilbur's track record like a guy who hired kim mulkey and hired um and hired brian kelly and even jay johnson who uh, i mean we're, we're going to talk about him in a little bit but yeah we'll get to him, <laughs> we'll get to him. <laughs> but at the at the time especially you know and even now i would say he's he's considered a a top a, a top to you know mid mid top head coach in baseball so I don't, I don't think anybody would say that McMahon is a head is a top name in college basketball. No, uh, but I don't, I don't think that we were going to get that. Right. It's like, I don't, you know, everyone's saying, oh, it's not a, you know, it's not really a big splash hire, but I, I don't know why, why we would expect that a, because you know, it's everyone out there that is a name, you know, they're not, they're not really going anywhere or they've already gone there. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't, uh, you know, it's, you know, just to be honest, I mean, we've got some some great history with the program, but it's not a history. Well, we're not doing Yeah, like yeah. So you know, we're not we're not going to pull Mike Shishetsky out of retirement. But that's where you that's where they got Will Wade was you know one of these mid major conferences. You know, he came uh, from what VCU. I don't know. If it's not in the same as uh, as Murray State, but um, I I feel like that was that's always a, a good place to find your next coach because you know we're not we're not pulling. We're not pulling somebody from some other story program to come to LSU, even with, you know, everything else. Uh, from what I hear, you know, it's, you know, the, the facilities are horrible oh, in yeah. light of everything else. You know, LSU basketball is probably the one program that needs an upgrade as far from what I hear from everybody else. And not only that, yeah, you just, you don't know what you're dealing with. There's, there's so many uncertainties with, with, with the program and the sanctions and all that. So I'd say if anyone's willing to come here now, sight unseen, as far as sanctions go, welcome aboard, dude. No, I, I think profits. I think you're totally right. Like, I think that the the having a guy say, you know what, yeah, I'll come and I'll and I'll um, and whatever happens, we're we're gonna do it. You know, I'll, we'll work through it, kind of thing. 
I think that's a good, that's yeah. Like, I think that's what he was looking for, but I think that you're not going to pull, like it's, it's interesting to me that, okay. Think like, remember last, this time last year, we were looking for a baseball coach and it was like, Oh, is it Tony Vitello? Like, Oh, he's, you know, we're going back and forth on him. And then, Oh wait, are we going to get Mike Bianco? There was none of that. Like none. It was just, we're hiring this guy. And I think that that is definitely, um, I think that, I'll put it this way. I don't think Scott Woodward has time for playtime with this. There's no smoke screens. There's no, he's like, we're hiring somebody. Uh, he's the best guy that we, you know, we're going to make the best decision we have. And we're going to say out of the possible candidates, he's the best one. I don't think we're just hiring a, a warm body, but I do think that, you know, we're not playing, playing around with the media. We're not giving them the smoke screen and, Oh, we're going to do Lincoln Riley or, Oh wait, no, it's going to be Mel Tucker. And now we're going back and forth. And then, one then we're going to have a big press conference and this is the guy. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, I, I didn't see that happening. And plus, I don't know if anything, you know, this is the one hire that Scott Woodward probably could get a mulligan on. Right. Oh yeah, I mean, definitely. Well, I was wondering if, uh, if McMahon was, you know, if his agent was paying attention, uh, you know, saw what Scott Woodward had in his contract. I don't know. I would have put the same thing. Yeah. I'll come tell LSU sanctions coming. I don't care. Just give me whatever the sanctions are. Give me, you know, if it's three years postseason, give me three years before you really start to judge my my job. Yeah, you know, or, you know, something like that. I, that makes sense, right? No, I I, I agree, and I haven't seen the contract numbers come out. I don't know if I don't know if we will for a while. Now um, I know what he's making before. He was making five hundred k at Murray State. Oh, he's not. I know he's not making five hundred k anymore. <laughs> no, he, he just got an upgrade. But I bet I, you know, I bet his years. I bet he'll have more years than than typical. It, for that very reason it, you know right. i think that and, and you know what else is interesting and i don't know when we're going to get when we're going to get these sanctions or what they're going to be or what you know all that but if we um you know it's almost I, I would almost think his his if his numbers come out before the sanctions that's probably what the sanctions are going to be so if it's like you know if he's got a six-year deal we're probably going to have two years two two seasons worth of sanctions or three seasons worth of sanctions you know right. what i mean yeah, because yeah. normally you'd say you'd sign him to a three or four year deal, right? And I, I don't know. I guess try not to be 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 naive. I'm trying to look at the, you know, the whole picture of this this situation and looking back to what else you did from the beginning. You know, it's like they they suspended the coach when they heard something, and then you know they're like, all right, well, I don't know. Uh, uh, we we took some action, but they didn't take full action. But then once they found out this, then they fired him. The old AD is no longer here. Uh, the old football coach, which was some of these violations that are attached to it. None of these people are here. So do you think that a, like helps us kind of miss some sort of uh, institutional control label? Um, it's hard to say. Yeah. Because, because like, you know, didn't, uh, didn't Baylor like fire Art Browse like right right before the sanctions and they, I mean, they still got hit with like a bad, with the bad deal. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I've, I've heard some, some media people around Baton Rouge saying that, 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 that they are here in the NCAA wants to make an example, example out of LSU. Um, oh, when they still have Bill Self and, and a few others that you know, like the whole Zion, they want to make you see, they want to make an example out of us, not the blue bloods. I know. No, I, I know. And, and I know it's not fair, but I mean, when the guy is is paying money out of his own bank account to his players, I mean, at that point, you're just asking for it. Like, 
say, I, I don't know. I don't have much sympathy for, for Will Wade. I don't have much. I, I hope that I, to be honest, I just hope it doesn't, I don't I hope it doesn't really affect football. Like, I think yeah. <laughs> that's what everyone says. Oh, dear Lord, please don't let it hurt football. I mean, you, you know, that's <laughs> definitely like what, you know, that's what Scott Wilbur is saying in the, in when he's meeting with NCAA people and when he's meeting with donors and when he's meeting with his, with, you know, a compliance people, he's like, look, like, what can we do to protect the ball? Because Will Wade's gone. And you know what? With Will Wade being gone, as we learned today and, and over the weekend, all of our five stars are gone. Marvell Allen, gone. Justice, was it Justice Williams? No, oh, Julius. Hurts. Yeah. Oh, uh, Justice is here. Um, but it's uh, Julian Phillips. Julian Phillips. Okay. Yeah. Gone. <laughs> I mean, who cares? Doesn't matter what his name is. He's gone. <laughs> yeah. But what, what if Adam Miller stays? He seems well, to like Louisiana, but no, I don't does. know if he's going to stay. Right? Yeah. No, I mean, I, he might, and that'd be great. Um, I guess my, my point is just like the, the like we're we're a full on I, f- I feel like in my opinion we're full on rebuilding like this is not yeah. gonna this is not the same as okay we fired coach o but look like we still have uh the top defensive line in arguably in you know the sec or at least the talent talent wise prospect wise you know we still have uh the best wide receiver in foot in college football mm-hmm. like we're not gonna be we're not gonna be able to give McMahon when he comes in hey look like welcome to our program and here's uh two five-star prospects and they're coming in you know they're they're gonna be on your on your floor tomorrow right yeah I don't know I mean if I was McMahon I'd maybe reach back out to these kids probably a lost cause but I don't know no absolutely it's definitely worth a shot you got to do it but because something attracted something attracted them to LSU right and it wasn't it wasn't a strong offer that's what's funny is now everyone's seeing what Will Wade's going to do after this. Well, now he can do what he was doing before. It's just legal now, or it's just, it's not against NCAA rules now. Uh, so I, I can't imagine he'd be out of a job for, I don't know. I mean, he, he's probably gonna have to deal with his own sort of punishment, but anyway, uh, yeah. I mean, welcome aboard Matt Mc, or, yeah, Matt McMahon. And uh, I don't know, uh, looking to see what he's going to get into. Uh, same with Brian Kelly, because you know, we start spring practice this week. Sorry, you mentioned all these D linemen and Coach O, and it's got me thinking about football. And I just, <laughs> spring practice starts this week. Uh, and I think we have a QB competition wide yeah. open. That'll be interesting. Could I don't know how could... Max feels about it, but hey, sorry, you're here. Just maybe, maybe you'll win. Who knows? Who knows? Maybe we can use both of you. I don't know. He's, he's worked with two QBs before, Brian Kelly. Uh, we'll see, but I want to do you like right now. I don't know. I liked, uh, I liked miles before, but I, I don't know the, you know, the, the guy from Arizona state is just totally different dynamic. I think it's more along the lines of what Brian Kelly's used to working with and how his offense works. I don't know. He likes a mobile quarterback and miles is miles is not that guy. Yeah. Uh, maybe he can be, maybe he can work on it, but, um, I don't know. It's, it's just different. And I don't know what to think about Walker Howard yet. Uh, or, or, you know, or Garrett, I, I think they're, they're there, but to me, they would be like, I think they're third and fourth the, options by far. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it, I, gosh, I just, you know, I have a feeling, I have a feeling it's going to be Jaden Daniels and miles Brennan's going to be left in the left on the sideline again. I mean, uh, he, well, yeah. if that happens, he probably won't train. He'll probably transfer 
it after after spring i would think but i don't know i just i'm not it's not like we got you know we didn't pick up caleb williams in the transfer portal it's not it's not clear cut i've watched arizona state play I watched him play when he was really good his freshman year, Jaden Daniels' his freshman year. I watched him mm-hmm. play la- I pl- and I watched him play last year um when he was okay and then I mean they they barely played a season in 2020 uh and so you know whatever. Um he was and he was not the, I don't think anybody on the Arizona State team was good in 2020 at all. They they really had a had a down year. Yeah, no, they but, um, but you can you can kind of you know wipe that one away. So when you just compare him freshman year to last year, you know he's had ups and he's a, he's a up streaky ups and downs quarterback. Uh, I but do I gun to my head? Do I say Miles Brennan beats him out for this job? No, <laughs> I, I, I think it, I think we end up with going with him just because also you know like like you said you said he was a he's a dual threat guy and a, and a guy who won brian kelly has been has been accustomed to having at notre dame even as mo- as recently with like like uh ian book he was a mobile guy but also if you've got two kind of like decent to average quarterbacks but one can can run a little bit the other one can't i feel like you go with the one that can run just because it's a little something extra if they're yeah. both kind of, you know, it's like neither one is a surgeon and able to fit it into a, you know, into the tightest spaces, you know, I guess Miles does have a cannon though. That's kind of his, his advantage. I'm sure yeah. I would almost, you know, I bet money he can throw, he, he's got a, a better arm than Jaden Daniels, but I don't know. We'll yeah. see. I, I'm, I'm, ex- I'm excited to start seeing the footage from spring practice. We'll probably start getting some of it. I would say by the end of this week, right? Yeah. Yeah. And they're going to let, um, remember back in the way it used to be media was only allowed like small snippets, like, you know, 15 to 30 yeah. minutes or whatever. Like they're going to get two full practices. Uh, like they're going to get availability for two full practices or something like that. And they're all, all the media was amazed. Like, wow. Yeah. That's something Brian Kelly. I think he said that was kind of like a, a emphasis point for him coming in as he wanted to, to give access to, to practice. Sure. He's like, hey, look, I'm here just taking care of your football program. You can come on in, check it out. Nothing's wrong here. <laughs> uh, we're, we're, it's it's going to be back to LSU standings in no time. All right, boys, circle up. So I'm looking forward to that. Like you said, some of these videos coming out. Um, so I don't know. I guess nothing else I really had on that other than let's just, let's just see what this week brings, yeah. if anything. Uh, but moving on to LSU baseball. Not the way you want to start out with SEC play. You know, mm-hmm. Jay Johnson's probably thinking. I know he said that, but uh, I think he's, you know, he's still grateful of the fact that they're 15 and five. I know they dropped in the polls probably considerably because uh, they weren't, I don't think they were supposed to lose this series. Yeah. Uh, but like I said, at least they didn't get swept and they, man, they, they flirted with it. But uh, <laughs> uh, Trey Morgan had a really good, Top ten SEC uh, S, uh, Sports Center play to kind yeah. of save that one. Otherwise, uh, oh my goodness, who knows what would have happened? But anyway, Tigers pulled out, lost the first two, won the last one, and you know they did all this. Obviously, they didn't have Blake Money Friday night, and I think that was my takeaway. And it's like, well, I don't know. It's almost like another. It's just reminiscent of basketball, right? Where it's like you, we didn't have one thing one season. But now this year we're working on, on offense. 
Mm-hmm. Basketball did the opposite. They worked on defense and they didn't have an offense all season. Baseball stacked up a lot of great hitters, some of the best in the country. And our offense is pretty good. And you look at some of these scores, but then like the defense, it's sloppy. And yeah. that's like they're giving away games, right? Um, so I, I don't know. I think it, once like Jay Johnson has to figure that out, but he's also got to figure out his pitching rotation. So he's going to look at that again. And, you know, it's pretty obvious that he needs to because – uh, we, we don't really know. I, I don't know if there's an update on Blake money. I haven't, I, I haven't seen one. If you, I don't know if you have either, but uh, at this I, point, I but, saw that. I saw that he was, that it was not, um, wasn't serious. serious. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, if it takes us out just another weekend, and I guess that's not the end of things, but, um, I don't know. It's like you, you lose, you don't want to like develop a, a streak here of like losing seasons, a uh, series, excuse me. Uh, and I know they got a, they had a midweek, week, midweek game scheduled against tech that I think got postponed. It's supposed to be some bad weather again. Yeah. There's supposed to be some real bad weather coming in. Something like right. a tornado and stuff like that. Wow. Yeah. Um, so I don't know, man. Uh, uh, nothing's really changed. You know, they got to work on the airs and they got to, they got to find a, a stable pitching rotation. I don't know if they can do that in a week or two. Yeah, I, I, you know, the thing, the thing that I've noticed is, I mean, obviously the pitching, um, that's something we struggled with last year. We didn't really have yeah. sure up pitching last year. I think that, uh, and not to make necessarily make an excuse for, for Jay Johnson, but, uh, this is something that he inherited is like, it is probably a week is a weaker pitching staff. Um, and especially like this year where we don't even have a, we don't, we really don't have an ACE at all you know not like years past no yeah. like we do, we do not have an out nothing against Blake money but we do he, he's not the Alex Lang that we're used to no right? or or Enola or um even last year with uh Marceau Marceau or, or Hill before he got injured Hill, you know yeah. Hill was supposed to be like the the guy um so you know we don't have any of that and Blake money last year was a reliever and and not a not a great reliever last year. Now he's made a lot of it, a lot of strides, and I, you know I think I'm I'm excited about his future. But I'm try, I try you know, I try to put the pitching in perspective that that's not really a Jay Johnson problem in my opinion yet. I think that's something that we weren't very good with it last year. We picked we did pick up a few arms this year, and you know that's great and everything. But I I think it takes time, especially pitch good pitching is so hard to find. It, it, you know there's a reason why. If you've got a guy who can throw 90 something miles an hour and has a, has a decent breaking ball, he'll be paid millions and go in the first couple picks in the draft. Like there's a reason why high schoolers with who've just been playing against 15 year olds who can have, who happen to be able to throw 99 go straight to the Yankees. Like it's a thing. Um, I think that that I would give, I, I, tr- I would try to give Jay Johnson a little more time on the, on the, uh, on the pitching side, on the offense side, I mean, we're there with offense. We could score some runs. We're hitting the ball, and and people who weren't hitting the ball last year are hitting the ball. I mean, at, at what Alex Malazzo is hitting the ball now, you know. Uh, I think that you're right. That the main thing is is errors and pitching, you know, fielding and errors. And you, I think there's two things about the the fielding. Um, one, we're seeing a lot of lineup changes. Barry plays in plays at third. He plays at left field. He wrote, he really goes back and forth a lot. Um, 
I, I don't think they found a comfortable place for him yet where, because he really hasn't been good defensively at either position. <laughs> um, right. And, but, but also, but you think about it, you don't want to get that. You don't want to take that bat out of the, out of the, out of the lineup. I mean, he's hitting a home run pretty much every, every game, if not, um, you know, at least once a series. The other thing um, is, so, so I think, you know, those are kind of things that they're playing around with. Um, we're getting good offensive production, but the, like you said, the errors are kind of hurting us. Uh, the thing I heard, have heard about Barry is they don't want to, they don't want to strictly DH him because it'll hurt his draft stock. Because if he's strict, if, if he, if he can't supposedly like if he played, if he only DH'd, then scouts and everybody would say oh well he's always he's just a hitter he's a you know what one tool two tool player okay but is he well that's kind of that's what i'm thinking like okay well like is it better just to be like a great hitter or to be a to be a a, a fielder who boots a lot of balls <laughs> right right so is he, he only got does he only have one more year well, so I was talking. I was talking to somebody about it today. Supposedly, he might be eligible this year. I don't know how the baseball stuff is so weird, where like they have all these rules and like you know it's not it's not or it's typically three years out of high school. But then like if you do something and maybe you know maybe dance around three times and and say a <laughs> incantation, you'll become eligible. Uh, but supposedly now he's he was a true freshman last year. So he's a sophomore right now. Um, so he was a true freshman last year. I believe so. Wasn't he like, I thought he was top freshman in the country. Like, wasn't he voted something like that? Probably. I mean, I, I believe that he would be, I just, yeah. I, I don't know that he was a freshman last year. I think he was. Uh, okay. Um, well, if that's the case, I don't know. It's something weird where for, for baseball, it's like you can either get drafted out of high school and you yep. don't play college ball or you can wait three years and mm-hmm. then get drafted. I don't know why three years. Like, what if that's really about the school? It's like who's graduating in three years? I know you can, but I mean, who's really doing that? Uh, nobody. Not well. Not, I don't not, know. Not, you know, I think to be honest, like they these the athletes typically actually do graduate, if not three years, in like three and a half, just because they, they have could, to, yeah. they all have to stay there over the summer. Right. Yeah. I guess that's the, yeah, and you can. Yeah, there's no like load requirements in the summer, I would think. So you, you could either take one or two, maybe. I don't know. Um, I would say Yeah, he's a sophomore. According to LSU right now, um, according to like the 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 depth chart, he's a sophomore. So he, he would be here for one more year, presume or yeah, I would presume. Uh That's what but I anyway, think too, yeah. Well here's the thing. So like, oh okay, I, I I'm glad that he came here. I love having him as a tiger. But I like. Do you re- like? Do you really think a coach could? He would say he would hurt his own team's chances just to protect one guy's draft stock. Well, you yeah, that's, you know, and also we're not at practice, and and the guy, you know, the guy I was talking to is not at practice either. So maybe he is the best. Maybe he's the best, the best left fielder we have. But you know, no. if, yeah, or that's when you too. when you put it all together, maybe we have a guy. You know, like you think about a guy like uh, like Drew Bianco. He's good in the field. He's real good in the field, but he doesn't have a bat like, like Jacob Berry. So, right. you know, maybe it's one of those things where, yeah, we could move him to DH and then we put Bianco in the field, but but maybe you know, the the car, then we lose. Who's our DH right now? Uh, 
Wasn't it? Um, no, it's the the, the new guy. Oh, it's um, um uh, Joe Bear, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, like Joe Bear's been real hot. It's hard to say. I'm sure that I'm sure Jay Johnson's you know making at least the the best decision he can with with the lineup, but he but also you've seen throughout this entire thing he's not tied to one lineup. He is perfectly fine moving people around. So, uh, you know, I, I maybe we'll, hopefully we can pick it up by by you know this week or next. Yeah, and uh, but I, I don't know. I, I think that's I don't know for some reason that gives me comfort. You know, it's like he he knows he has to keep tweak. He has to find something because it's not entirely there. You know, as a team, it's not all clicking. They're a lot of the way there in a lot of areas. It's just you know putting it all together. So it's just like a, a machine where you're not making these errors and it's costing you games, which costs you series, which costs you all these things. Because that's one thing that, you know, uh, you know, I heard some of the guys talking about in the offseason is their their goal is to just, they want to host a regional. Yeah. Even a super regional, pre- preferably. But it's like they, they don't want to have to travel to play again, like going to Oregon to play or mm-hmm. California, anything like that. And I, I don't blame them. That, that is a very attainable goal. But I mean, yeah, I, I think that should be the, I think that's in year, you know, for years, that's the, that was the standard of LSU baseball. I think that should be the goal every year. Is it was a given. It's you a given. Were, yeah. As it a was, fan base, you were spoiled. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, like I, I, when I grew up, I used to think like, oh, I get, you know, I used to think, oh, they just always played in Baton Rouge. Like I didn't realize that that was something yeah, that yeah. you just earned. Right. Right. And um, yeah, like I didn't know women's, like I, I, don't know, I forgot until a few years ago. It's like they host, their tournament like yeah. there's no people traveling like lsu went to milwaukee no lsu is hosting a game right now mm-hmm. uh that's i don't know i don't know why it's different or why there's such a thing but it's like yeah you just i think i only figured that out like a few years ago i mean I think obviously, they I won't travel till the final four right or is it elite eight right, yeah yeah uh well i don't know but they're in the uh, no it said they were in like the the spokane region regional or whatever but they're playing so maybe if they win here then they go to spokane Hmm, okay. Yeah, I, it didn't make sense to me. It's like, wait, they're in Baton Rouge, but they're in the Spokane. Okay, maybe it's just a – that's how they do it. You, you play the first – maybe you play the first two rounds or you for the first round at home, then you travel. So that would put them in – so it would be, the, what, round of 64, round of 32. So maybe Sweet 16, they go to their, they go to their respective region, mm-hmm. and then they all meet for um, – I think the, the final four is in – is it in Indianapolis? Mm. I'm not sure where it is. It's not in New Orleans. The men's is in New Orleans. So, right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and good, good, <laughs> good luck taking, I guess, who's, who's that's going to be after, after these yeah, first really. three rounds. Um, but anyway, I don't know, man, that was, I don't know what else to say about baseball, you know, other than fix what, fix what ain't working, but until they do that, I don't know. I, I guess it, we'll just, uh, it's weird, pray. you know, to me, I don't know how you feel. Like I'm not as, um, and and I saw some people were uh, were were uh, kind of upset about it, but um, I'm not about as upset about what about, about LSU like being down, you know, already like already losing a series in SEC play, and like what does this mean for us for going forward? Is Jay Johnson the right guy? But I'm not. I feel like my my rope is like I'm I'm perfectly fine with waiting it out and being like you know what let's just see let's see how it goes. I'm not ready to, to put him on the hot seat. Right. And I'm also, it's such a long season. I'm not going to start 
taken on that negative thing already. I mean, those people, I don't know. You know, there's fans out there. You Sometimes you just, you can't make happy. Even after a winning season, you know, it's like they have, some, the coach makes something in the off season and they're like, hey, why is he doing this? Like, who, who cares? He just won a title. What? Yeah. Relax. Enjoy the win. Um, but anyway, you can't make all the fan base happy all the time, I don't think. But yeah. I, I don't know. I think Jay Johnson is well aware of what's expected. That's why he came here. It's because it had a winning tradition. Mm-hmm. So I think some of the some of the fans, not all, some need to relax and know that he wants it as much, if not more, than they do. So it, it's it's early. It'll come. Like I, like you said, if they, I don't know if it, I can't imagine they won't make the postseason, right? Or it'll be like LSU baseball, basketball, where it starts out a certain way and then it just kind of, eh, you know, they just they kind of never really peak again. They just plateau. Yeah. I don't think it's going to be that. Uh, will it be what LSU fans want to see with a new change? Probably not. But I, I, I'm with you. I don't care. I'm. <laughs> there's so many different things going on. It's been such a roller coaster. It really you has. Know? Scott Woodward is the only person in America I know that's earning his money, without a doubt. <laughs> since taking off, since taking office, since uh, since taking <laughs> the job, since basically taking office. <laughs> yeah. Well, he works for the state. Yeah. Kind of. The board had to elect him, right? now. Yeah. Um, but I mean, he's he's making his money. He's earning it. I should say he's earning the money he's getting paid. True, he's true. not. He's the one guy I know in America that's earning his money. Anyway, um, any uh, any final thoughts, man, before we head out? I mean, final thoughts for me. The only thing is, and and it's weird to say, but I don't know if you're starting to get this. I'm, I'm starting to get the feeling. I feel like just I can start to feel football coming back just a little bit. You know, yeah. I've seen, I see, I see, I'm seeing clips on, uh, and and you know, videos and and pictures on Twitter and social media of um, oh, you know, this many days till spring practice or you know, this, this talking about preview already, people already previewing like the, the opening week, kind of like neutral site games. Of course, LSU's playing Florida state in new Orleans. Um, I mean, I'm getting excited. I feel like it's, it's, it's not that it's not that far away. Now it's not close by any means. We still got a summer to get to a spring and a summer to get to, but yeah. um, it's closer than it was yesterday. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Um, so how I'm taking this, I'm going to keep up with certain news, you know, like injuries and just if there's any big changes. But other than that, I kind of really don't want to appear too much because, you know, I don't want to form anything just based off of guys going through drills, right? Yeah. You know, it's like we're not going to see any big cat videos, something to get us like, oh, pumped up for the season. But I, I kind of just want to wait until the spring game and just see what happens. Sometimes you ever go to a movie and you're like, you know what? I don't really want to know anything about it. I just want to yeah. be, I want to go with a completely blank mind. That's kind of yeah. where I'm at. No, I get, yeah, I get that. I'm, I'm excited. I'm, I, I definitely am ready to see the spring game. Amen. Uh, and that's going to be here before we know it, but, uh, but we'll be ready for it. Um, I don't know. I think that'll pretty much do it for us here tonight on talking tigs. Um, Jamie will be joining us again next week, uh, live and in person. So we have that to look forward to. Uh, maybe we got some, uh, some recruiting news. He can give us a dish on, uh, I don't know, maybe basketball, We'll have some recruiting news now that we got a coach. Yeah, uh, we'll see though. Uh, we'll have some, uh, you know, some, some maybe some tidbits from the, the first week of the Brian Kelly practice era. And uh, well, you know, baseball's got another uh, weekend series coming up in the SEC, so we're gonna have that for you as well. So until then, stay safe, stay tuned, fill out your second chance brackets, and we will talk to you next time on Talking to You.